Hey, welcome today to the Revival Way podcast. I am your host, evangelist, Taylor Michael. Today we're going to pump you up full of the Word of God to get you delivered out of any work of the enemy and to get you empowered and activated to go out and build the kingdom of God with full faith and no hindrance in the mighty name of Jesus. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Revival Way podcast. Or welcome, if this is your first time joining me today, I'm your host, Talon Michael Seaman. And today we're going to be starting a series called 15 Minutes of Faith. Now the Lord had put this on my heart a week ago, but I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma, so I wasn't able to start it. But now that I'm back home, I'll have time in the studio to actually be able to build people's faith through podcasts and other platforms. If you don't already follow me, on other platforms like Instagram, you can find me at Taylin.Michael. Same thing on TikTok, at Taylin.Michael. We just passed 850,000 followers on TikTok. So praise God, the hand of the Lord, His favor is upon what we're doing virtually as well as in person. There's been plenty of opportunities for preaching and to build people's faith. And I genuinely believe the Lord is equipping me to be sent out to crush a spirit of fear, both in this nation and in this world. Because the nasty thing about a spirit of fear is that it becomes extremely crippling to people's faith. By fear, you end up lacking in the area of faith. Because what it does is it stirs up unbelief. What do I mean? Well, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 Paul says, we do not walk by sight, but we walk by faith. So when we walk by faith and not by sight, it means that the things that you can see that could potentially instill fear into your life should not exist as a Christian walking by the Spirit. Because what is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So if we walk by faith and not by sight, it should be impossible for Christians to have a spirit of fear. If you remember in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, Paul writes to Timothy and he says, Don't you know that the Lord did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power and love in a sound mind? And the beautiful thing is that God is no respecter of men. We know in Acts chapter 10, verse 34, Peter even says that. He says, Truly I know that anyone that fears and obeys God, he loves them. He'll be with them. His hand of favor is upon their life. And the same way that it was true with Timothy, in the same way it was true with Paul, in the same way it was true with Peter, it can be true for you today. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take 15 minutes multiple times a week, come on here and preach faith into people. We're going to drive out a spirit of fear and we're going to replace it with a spirit of faith. So I'm going to pray really quick and we're going to get going. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and open them to Numbers chapter 13. And please pray with me now as we get started. Father, we thank you and we love you, God. I thank you for your provision in our lives. I thank you that you've given us a spirit of faith and of boldness that we know we don't have to give in to the evil schemes of the devil. Lord, anybody that hears this podcast today, 
If they've struggled with the spirit of fear, we bind it and we cast it out in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, there is no spirit of fear allowed in their hearts, in their home, attached to their family. There is nothing, God, no more doors open that the devil can walk through in their life. I ask that you close every door that would open up to a spirit of fear in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, seal that door shut and fill the house with the spirit of God. Lord, as we seek your word, we seek your face. I ask that their faith be built up supernaturally, that as they leave their house today, as they leave their job today, that nothing will ever be the same. God, fill them so full of faith that they feel as if they can conquer the world and that they can go out and advance your kingdom in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. So open up your Bibles to Numbers chapter 13. This is the story of when Moses sent out the 12 spies. And these 12 spies were sent out to the promised land after the Israelites were delivered out of slavery and bondage in Egypt. So Moses sends out Jacob or uh, Joshua, he sends out Caleb, and he sends out 10 other spies to go check out the land that's already been promised to them. Starting in verse 17, then Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said to them, go up this way into the south and go up to the mountains and see what the land is like, whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, few or many, whether the land they dwell in is good or bad, whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds, whether the land is rich or poor and whether there are forests or not. Be of good courage and bring some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the season and the first ripe of grapes. Verse 21. So they went up and spied out the land from the wilderness of Zin, as far as Rehob, near the entrance of Hamath. And they went up through the south and came to Hebron, Amion, Shishiah, and Talamai, the descendants of Anak, were there. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. Then they came to the valley of Eshcol, and there cut down a branch which, with one cluster of grapes. They carried it between two of them on a pole. So obviously the fruit of the land was massive, as was promised to Abraham by God. They also brought some of the pomegranates and figs. The place was called the valley of Eshcol, because of the cluster which the men of Israel cut down there. And they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. So these 12 spies were sent to go check out the land for 40 days to see who was inhabiting it, what the strongholds looked like, and how fruitful the land was. Now check this out. This is what happens when they come back. Now there's 3 million Israelites that are delivered out of Egypt and they're currently waiting in the desert. Now God has provided for them every step of the way. He's given them a cloud for shade by night or by day to guide them through the desert. And by night, he's given them a pillar of fire to both keep them warm and to keep them satisfied. God has provided more than enough comfort to his people in this desert. He's even dropped manna from the sky to feed all the Israelites, three million of them. So he's provided for them exactly how they've needed. So you would think that they would have full faith in everything that God's able to do. He split the Red Sea. He sent the 10 plagues over Egypt. He delivered them out of Egypt after they had cried upon his name. And he did it with a man named Moses who had a speech impediment. If that's not enough proof to build your faith to believe that God is more than enough, 
then I don't know what is. So you would think that these Israelites would be full of faith, but that's not always the case. I want you to hear this. Verse 26. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness to all of the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Then they told him and said, we went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. So they showed the fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites, so the descendants of Anak were giants. These were like nine, ten foot giants like Goliath. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. I don't know what you're going through in life right now. I don't know what door the devil's tried to open for you. But I want you to say right now out loud, say, let me go up at once and take possession, for I am well able to overcome it. See, the thing is, is Caleb here had faith in God. He didn't care who was in the land. He didn't care how big the walls were. He didn't care what the government said. He didn't care what lies people tried to instill into his life. He knew his God. He knew the father of the universe. He knew the power that was there. He knew that by his miraculous wonders, by the way that God delivered them out of Egypt, he would deliver them into the promised land. Caleb knew the promise of God and he believed it. Caleb and Joshua were the only two who had faith that God would give them the land that he promised. Verse 31. But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which had been spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people who saw it, or who we saw in it, are men of great stature. There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. So what does it say here? The Bible says that the, the spies give a bad report of the land which they had spied out. What does that mean? The other 10 spies came and preached fear into the 3 million Israelites, which gave them a bad report. I want you to know if there's somebody in your life today, if you've listened to the news, if you've listened to the government, maybe you have a crazy aunt named Sally, whoever it was that made you feel like you had to be afraid right now, that is not true. You must know the promise of God as Caleb did. You must say, I know my God. I know the promise he gave to me and I am well able to overcome it because that is the truth. It doesn't matter who's preaching fear into your life, they will get and eat the, the word, the fruit of the words that come from their mouth. In Isaiah chapter three, verse 10, it says that we eat of the deeds or the fruit that comes from our mouth. So we will eat of the deeds or the fruit that comes from our life. Those 10 spies came back to the children of Israel and preached fear into the people of God. And let me skip over one more chapter. Numbers chapter 14, verse 24. Actually, I'm going to start at verse, um, verse 20. So there's a prayer sent up for the people. Moses is talking to the Lord. And the Lord says, I have pardoned according to your word. 
So he's part in the generations because anyone that doesn't know this story, what happened was when these 10 spies preached fear into the Israelites, they ended up staying in that desert for 40 years and they all died except for Joshua's family and Caleb's family and anyone under the age of 20. Everyone that was 20 years older and and over, they all died. Because of fear that was preached into them. God was not going to give them the promise if they did not believe in the promise. But today, I want to preach in the name of Jesus. You know the promises over your life. Promise for comfort, promise for a hope, and promise for a future. God promises he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. There is no deadly virus that will touch you. There is nothing by day nor by night. There is no open door that the enemy will use to touch you or your family. The promise of God is upon your life and you will eat of that fruit. Joshua and Caleb were the only two that came into the promised land out of the other 12 or from the 12 spies. The other 10 that preached fear into the people of God died with the other Israelites in the desert. However, Numbers chapter 14 verse 24 God says, but my servant, here, I'll start in 23. They certainly shall not see the land of which I swore to their fathers, nor shall any of those who rejected me see it. So that's God saying, anyone that believed in the fear that was instilled in them will not inherit the promise that I gave to Abraham, which was the promised land. Verse 24. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him. I want to say in the name of Jesus today, a spirit of fear is cast out of your life and you will carry a different spirit. What is that different spirit? It's the spirit of faith. It is the faith of God for God that you will believe what God says about you. And you will not listen to anything else. Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice and to a strangers, they will not obey. Today in the name of Jesus is the day that you do not obey a stranger's voice and you follow the voice and the promise of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These promises are for those who fear God, who believe in God, his children. God says he has a different spirit in him as he followed me fully. I will bring him into the land where he went and his descendants shall inherit it. God made a promise to Joshua and to Caleb because you had faith in me. I will give you the promised land of your father, Abraham. Hallelujah. I want you to know today. There's promises for you in this Bible. There's promises in the word of God. God has promises upon your life. If you are willing and able to simply have faith in God, that his word is true, you will receive these promises. Today is the day that your family is no longer held captive by fear. God is with you. He will never leave you and he will never forsake you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I love you all. That was 15 minutes of faith today with me, Taylor Michael. I pray that your faith was stirred. I pray that you know the promises of God 
and that you start tuning into these more often. If you ever need faith to be preached into you, come listen to these podcasts. They will change your life. I will preach the word of God straight into your spirit. It says it's sharper than a two-edged sword. It says it will change your life. It will separate your soul from your spirit. It will expose anything hidden in your heart that needs to be cleaned up by God. Fear will no longer touch your family today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray you were touched by this message today. Tune in again for more. As I start launching out these 15 minutes of faith, I'm going to try to do one every single day for you. I want to come up here and give you 15 minutes of time that will build your faith to conquer the devil every day that you walk around as a beloved child of God. You are more than a conqueror through Christ who strengthens you. Hallelujah. I'm going to give you a moment right now after I pray for you to sow a financial seed. Let me pray a blessing over you for anybody that's listening to this right now. If you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, I want you to pray with me. Because it'll change your life. I remember a few years back when I got born again, I was going down a very bad path. I was stuck in fear. I had depression. I had anxiety. I had all the things on the bad list. If you can write it on that list, I had it. Jesus Christ set me free. He gave me the faith and the boldness and the authority to go thump the devil every day of my life. And the same way that he did it for me, he'll do it for you. Hallelujah. If you've never given your life to Jesus and you know right now that it's time for you to draw a line in the sand, to turn away from sinful ways and to turn back to the Father, to come to God and receive the freedom that's in His Son, Jesus Christ, I want you to pray this prayer with me. He loves you. He wants you back. He wants to bless you abundantly. He wants to keep you safe. And He wants you to inherit eternal life through the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son that was sent for you. I just want you to say this prayer with me. You can hold your hands up and just repeat this prayer right now. Say, God, I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus Christ from the dead. I confess with my mouth. Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. Father, forgive me for every sin I've ever committed. I forgive anyone who has ever sinned against me. I receive your forgiveness. Holy Spirit, I invite you into my life. I want to know who you are. Come fill me up and baptize me in your power. Jesus, today I draw a line in the sand. I turn away from my sinful ways. And I surrender my life to you. Today, I am born again. A new creation in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. I love you so much. God bless you. If you just said that prayer with me, welcome to the family of God. The Lord will protect you. The Lord will guide you. The Lord will do things in your life that you did not even know were possible. He will use you to bless other people. He will use you to show his love to this whole world. He will use you to be the light that this world needs to step out of fear today. And I pray that blessing over you and your family right now in the name of Jesus. If you've been touched by today's message, 
and you want to help out our ministry, I've reached over 50 million people this year with the gospel. God has been such a blessing in my life. He's used me to reach the youth, the middle generations, and the older generations through one-on-one contact, through virtual evangelism, and through crusade evangelism. It's been one heck of a ride, and we're only going up from here. We're feeding 300 kids every country or every uh, month in the country of Yemen right now. Yemen's going through a starvation crisis. So if you want to help us out with that, you can help us there too. If you want to sow a financial seed into my ministry, you can do, th- you can do so through Venmo, through Cash App, through PayPal. You can go directly to the website, www.revivalway.com. Revivalway.com. You can become a monthly partner. We're always believing for monthly partners. I'm believing God's going to supply 1,000 people every month to help us spread the gospel and feed the hungry, to bring good news to the poor and set the captives free the same way that God used Jesus Christ's ministry. So if you want to do that, Venmo is Taylan, T-A-Y-L-A-N dash Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L. Cash app is dollar sign. Taylan Michael, one word. PayPal is at the email of evangelisttaylan at gmail.com. Or if you want to keep it simple, just go to revivalway.com. Click the link there. You'll see two options to join us monthly or to give a one-time offering. Giving is huge. Anytime you see someone that gave in the Bible, God blessed them in return. Now, that doesn't mean God's some ATM machine. If I give him 10 bucks, he's going to give me 100. No, that's not it. That's not it at all. God says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6, I believe, that he loves a cheerful giver. That what you sow is what you reap. So we give out of the joy in our heart to the advancement of the kingdom. Find good soil. Find people that are building the kingdom of God and sow into their life. And God will bless you on account of it. I love you so much. God bless you. God bless your family. Thank you for joining me today on 15 Minutes of Faith. And I'll see you next time. Stay blessed. Revivalway.com if you're looking to be a giver. Thank you ahead of time. Stay blessed. I'll see you next time.